Well, again, we do want to welcome you back to the Academy podcast, uh, brought to you by Bible Media and, of course, the Online Academy of Biblical Studies. With me today is Brother Corey Orr. Thank you, Corey, for being here with me today. Our, uh, as we've been doing this the last couple of weeks, we've been interviewing, uh, po- not podcasters, but uh, instructors who, well, they're being podcasters for this time, but anyway, uh, interviewing instructors and, and kind of getting to know them more. Uh, some of their background. So for those who are uh, new students, those who are considering uh, joining OABS as a student, kind of get to know uh, those who are uh, working with, with us. And so, uh, of course, me knowing you, I know some of these answers already. Uh, and so here, here's the first one here is, why did you get into preaching? And where did you go to preaching school at? And I know you did, so... I did. Um, I got into preaching mainly because of the fact that I needed to do something different. Uh, I worked for Lowe's for about 10 years before I went into preaching school. I uh, had my career path kind of laid out of what I wanted to do. I was an assistant store manager and I was going to work my way up to being a store manager and having my own store. And what I found was that I was, I was finding an excuse to go to work really instead of worship service or, or anything. And I was always under the guise of, well, I am taking care of my family and providing for them until I came home one Sunday evening on a Sunday that I could have been at services. Instead, I was at work and I asked my wife that evening, I said, how are services today? And my son, who was seven at the time, he's now 15. He looked at me and he said, why do you care? You're never there. And uh, that was really a gut shot to me. Uh, knew that I needed to make a change because while I was providing a very good living for my family and taking care of them physically, spiritual leadership was lacking entirely. And so I, um, I went to the Bible Institute of Missouri uh, because that's, that was the closest school to us. And it was, it's also where my brother graduated from. Of course, you graduated from there as well. And, and I was, I was familiar with the school, familiar with the men and instructors. And so anyway, that's where I went to school. And that's kind of in a nutshell, I guess, why I went to preaching school. And uh, how long have you been preaching and where are you preaching at now? I'm at the Bonnet Church of Christ uh, in Bonnet, Missouri. If you're from here, they call it Bonnie, but uh, it's spelled B-O-N-A. But but I preach at the Bonnet Church of Christ and I've been here for just over five years. So um, I've been away from Lowe's for about seven years now, two years of school and then five years of full-time preaching. And so it's, it's been very enjoyable. Now, uh, when did you start with OEBS? And I think to me more importantly is why did you want to teach with OEBS? I know you came on with OEBS before I became the director as I'm just the rookie guy here since June. But uh, when did you start and why did you want to teach with OABS? I started, I guess it's probably been three and a half years ago. I actually started on the Monday evening school. Uh, I started teaching Brother Chuck, uh, to your point, at that point was the director of OABS. He had asked me if I would be interested in teaching a Monday evening class. And so we went through the synoptics and went through um, the book of John. And then I was asked if I would consider coming on board to teach on the Saturday school uh, in the fall, teaching 
um, prison epistles. And so this is my second time, maybe my third time, third time, maybe through the through prison epistles. And so I enjoy doing it. Last spring, I, I picked up the book of John. And so I've been teaching um, for the fall and spring semester, both with the prison epistles and uh, teaching the book of John. And I love to teach. It's one thing that, that I really enjoy. I love the fact that with OABS, it is it can be interactive, which is great. Students can leave uh, messages and things of that nature. But I'm I, I just I don't know. I really I look at OABS as something that has always been. It was not something I was aware of until I went to the Bible Institute, which I think is a crying shame that OABS isn't more well-known than it is um, mm-hmm. because it's such a huge tool and an asset to the brethren that if we take advantage of it, I'm telling you, I just, it's an asset and a half. And, and I really love to get to teach on it. Uh, but I really love to get to talk about it because I really wish more people would take advantage of it uh, than, than do. And they don't have to take, you know, full-time classes, be a full-time student, but, I'm telling you, just to be able to use the archives and things for Bible studies, that's a huge deal. Yeah, you know, and, and to your point, um, it is, you've heard me say this before, that OEBS is one of the best-kept secrets of the, brother, of the brotherhood. And so that's something we're, we're working to, to remedy and, and get, get the name out more. But to your point, you know, we, when we think of OEBS, we, we sometimes think of it just a, of a Saturday school or, or a school that has a few classes during the week. But there's so much archive, you know, all the classes are archived. So that means it becomes study material, to your point, you know, uh, all those classes, topical, textual, you know, the, the debates are there, the lectureships on various topics. And so it's, it's you know, it's more than a school. It's definitely a, a, a study a study tool to put it that way and uh and things were not to get off the topic too much but there are a lot of things in motion now trying to make that even more easily uh uh access to be able to study and use those things in other ways as well um now i know um you have picked out a verse like we have been doing we've been doing our kind of interview portion and then having a a discussion for the rest of the time so i'm gonna let you read uh, the verse that you have pointed out, and we'll begin looking at this together. The verse that I picked out uh, comes from First Chronicles chapter twenty-eight. Um, if you start there in verse one, <coughs> excuse me for just a moment. It says now David assembled at Jerusalem all the leaders of Israel, the officers of the tribes, and the captains of the divisions who served the king, the captains over thousands and captains over hundreds, and the stewards over all the substance and possessions of the king and of his sons with the officials, the valiant men, and all the mighty men of valor. And, and I think about this, and, and I look at preachers specifically for just a moment. Uh, one of the things that I appreciate that we get to do is to be there to hold each other accountable. David here is going to speak to his son in just a moment. And if you notice here in verse 1, he's gathered all these valiant men and all of these uh, people together, the captains, the officers, those that are in authority, those that have people that are under them, those that hold people accountable. And when you get to verse number nine, which is the main verse that I wanted to look at this morning, it says, as for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart, with a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, 
he'll be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. So important to me is the fact that I have men like Russ and I have uh, there are other men that, that we both speak to and, and appreciate so much because we can bounce ideas off of each other. But another thing that we can do is we can be there for accountability. Here, David, I think, has all of these men, um, or as we read here, shouldn't be, I think, you read here in verse one, he has all of these men who are in command and in charge. And they are there to be able to hold his son accountable. And that's what David says. If you will serve the, the God of your father. And when we think about, I think about this often is that, you know, when you read about other kings, take Hezekiah and Josiah, for instance, that they serve the king of their father, David. Well, David's the one speaking. And so Solomon here is just, it's follow, follow the God that I've been following. Follow the God that I've given you an example to follow. And he gives him two commands. He tells him to follow him, serve him with a loyal heart and with a, with a willing mind. Those two things I think are absolutely vital. And I love this verse because it reminds me of our students at OABS. These are people who have taken their time on a Saturday, Monday evening, Tuesday evening, whatever the case is. But we think a lot of times of the Saturday school. And they've devoted their time to serving God, to learning more about his word. And the specific type of avenue they use is, is OABS. It's one that is there accountability. Yeah, but there's not as much. It's a lot of self-accountability. And so I just I picked this 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 scripture rust because this is one that really, to me, hits home with OABS it's students and it's teachers. No, what's what's interesting about this verse, and I was reading through this before we got started, <clears throat> like everywhere else in, in the Bible, but here within the same verse, it tells us why we should do these things. For the Lord searches all, all hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts. Uh, to, you know, it's not just what we do. I've talked about this before, but it's also why we do it. You know, OEBS, it's something that most of the time that in all reality, you could do it. And for the most part, no one would even know that you're doing it unless you, unless they're in there with you or unless you tell them. And so it's one of those things that you do really for the right reason. Uh, you know, you don't do it so that others can see you because who's going to see you for the most part when you're at home taking these classes. Uh, and so you have those who are there that are there for the right reason. And like the verse points out here, the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts, which is why, uh, you know, he's reminded here in verse nine to know the God of your fathers and serve him with a loyal and willing heart. Um, you know, when you become a student of OABS and, and, you know, every, in my limited experience, and I saw it first in this year with the freshmen, you have a lot of freshmen that come in. Which is, which is great, but you always know that there's going to be at least a few that realize, you know, they don't have a willing heart, but maybe the workload is just a whole lot and they can't do it, or maybe they bit off a little more than they can choose, so to speak. But there's always going to be those who say, you know what, I can't, I can't do all this, or I'm going to, you know, drop down on just one or two or whatever, and that's perfectly fine. But we have to realize that it is a challenge, and it is a good challenge for us to, to try to grow in the knowledge of the Word of God and to try to grow as servants, and that's and while OEBS is a preaching school at its heart, that's not all that it is. It is a place for 
any Christian to come and to grow. And that's what we should be doing because when we are striving to grow, we'll, we'll accomplish what we find here in verse nine, that we will serve the Lord with a loyal heart willingly. And we'll be glad to do so. And we'll, we'll do it without, you might say without even thinking about it. So that's my tidbit. <laughs> so, but I appreciate you being here with me and appreciate this, this, uh, this verse that you pointed out. Uh, Brother Corey and I have done podcasts in the past for, what, did we do that for two years? I don't remember. I finally, yeah. I finally gave Corey a break and told him we're, <laughs> that I was, we were going to take a break there. But uh, maybe that might be resurrected sometime in the future. But um, anyway, Brother Corey also does a podcast with us on Bible Media. If you go over there and look on our schedule, you'll find Bonham Bible Studies or Bonnie <laughs> Bible Studies. It only took me four years to get that correct. Uh, and you'll and you'll find his podcast there. I do encourage you to go and listen to to, to his, and uh, you'll learn uh, why he is a part of OEBS. But not only OEBS, but you're also teaching there at the Bible Institute of Missouri now as well. Uh, uh, forget what what day of the week is that? I forget. You've told me about twelve times, but I, I teach this this semester. Um, we just started a new year there. This semester, I'm teaching Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, I teach the new guys. We've got four four guys in this freshman class that have come in um, on this next intake. And right now I'm teaching old and new Testament survey to them. And uh, it's a, um, it's one thing that I just, I'm thankful for opportunities like this to be able to teach. And it just gives an opportunity. Uh, I like, I love OABS because of the format, but I also love a brick and mortar school uh, that you can show up to every day and, and you, again, you see those men and, and again, it's a, it's just to me about accountability. If we can hold each other accountable, if we can help each other, whole purpose of the whole purpose, not purpose, but purpose of this life is to get to heaven, right? To get to the next life. And if we can help each other get there, I just, I get so frustrated at times when we treat the church kind of like the secular world, God knows our thoughts and intents. He's known it from the very beginning. Uh, you can see for the first time that, you know, with Cain and Abel and their sacrifice, what their thought and intent was. He knew Cain's heart immediately and he knew Abel's heart immediately. You know, you look at, at Genesis chapter six and the, the world at that time, verse five there tells us that God knew the thoughts and intents of the heart and that the thoughts and intents of the heart of man was only evil continually. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord and it just, you know, it reminds me that we, to your point, if we stay true and, and focused on what we're doing, we can help each other be able to get to heaven. And that's, that to me is a big deal. Yeah. You know, brick, or, brick and mortar or online, every, every school, every teaching institution, if you want to use that term, has its pros and cons. And some things fit better for, for some than, than others. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, everything has its place. And, and, not to get too far into this, but, you know, those who are unable to, OABS really, as you look at our introduction on the website, talks about for those who are unable to attend a brick and mortar school for whatever reason. And there are legitimate reasons why you cannot do that. Uh, that's one of the things that OABS uh, provides. And so uh, anyway, we're thankful to be able to do, to do that. Well, thank you, Brother Corey, for being here with, with me today. Thank you for taking time on your schedule. 
every preacher, every pre teacher, every instructor has a very, very busy schedule. I know Corey's is very busy. Um, you know, mine is busy. Everyone else's is busy. Uh, but to carve time out of your day to, to sit down and do this, uh, we greatly appreciate that. And we encourage everyone uh, to take the time, go over to our website, oebs.org, and to visit and to learn more about us. Uh, because before you know it, spring registration will be upon us. And so we do thank you for being here with me, uh, with myself and with Brother Corey, and we hope to see you again next time.